Hello and welcome to the Learning to See podcast. I'm Jen Allward, your host, and today I'm excited to introduce you to our podcast, Art Therapy and Bible Art Journaling. I'm so glad you're here. Hope you'll join along for the rest of this podcast and also sign up for our membership on Patreon for all sorts of exclusive bonus content, studio time, and other goodies. Well, today, glad you're here. Jump on in. Let's learn to see together. In this short episode, I just wanted to introduce you to this idea to give you a little background. I'm really excited about what's coming in the months ahead. Um, Each month, I am going to release a podcast interviewing a different artist, art therapist, art facilitator. Maybe we'll even get some personal stories about how art has affected them, but also give you ideas and prompts, some instructions about how maybe you could take art and make it your own. So it's not a step-by-step class on like how to paint a lion or something like that, but it's ideas designed to inspire you to get out some art supplies, to engage with your creativity, to play, to enjoy the process. And whether you're doing it for some personal healing or self-care, or if you're doing it more like Bible journaling and visual prayers to get closer to God, Art is so versatile, and that's why I love it. And I couldn't decide on like one or the other because I feel like these two sides weave together so closely in all that I do. Whether I'm making art for myself or a gift for someone else or to get into a Bible study and really try to comprehend it better or listening to a sermon or a class, I am constantly taking notes of doodling and adding colors or lines to bring the message home to myself so that I can flip back through real quick and figure out what I want. I even leave doodles in the books I read and I underline things. So if you're anything like that, if you're visual, if you enjoy creativity, this podcast is going to be for you, inspiring you through different people, through different stories, through different art ideas and questions to learn to see yourself and connect with God in new ways. So a little bit of background. I am a trained and licensed art therapist and I'm also Christian. I've got two dogs. I live in the north woods of Wisconsin. I've got nieces and nephews and family and I think this whole world is just so full of beauty and I'm just going to dive into a little bit of art therapy history in case you haven't heard that term or in case you have but maybe what you've actually seen or heard when you've heard people doing art therapy is more like an art class. Art therapy at its root is about the healing. It's not about creating a master artist. Now, you may become a master artist, or you may be a master artist and engage in art therapy, but art therapy is for anyone and everyone. Blobs of color, stick figures, ripped paper put together, clay, play, all of that can be art therapy. The key that makes it art therapy is the person who's facilitating with you. Are they a trained art therapist? Yes, it is a real thing. You go and you get your master's, you take a big national certification test, and then you get licensed by the state with other tests and regular CEUs. Got to have malpractice insurance, the whole works. Okay, so it really is a big deal. There's a lot of research that's been going on to show the scientific evidence of what's actually happening in our bodies and our brains. Why does art work? Why does making art work to help us heal? That's the million dollar question, right? Some people really like to dig into the science and there are people doing that. 
So I'm telling you, there is scientific evidence around this. I just kind of take it on faith that it works because it works, because it was designed to work this way. Since the beginning of time, people have been creating. It even like surpasses survival. I remember going to this historical museum where you could like walk in this old village. It was a village that was transported from like the cold, cold parts in Siberia. It was made, I don't know the year, but it was truly made when people were in a pure survival mode. You got to survive those Russian winters up in Siberia. There was nothing easy. There wasn't downtime. There was no electricity. But I walked in their houses and I walked in these ancient churches and was just floored. They're gorgeous. They might not have stained glass windows, but the intricate woodwork, the carvings, the style of the roofs, there was a lot of energy, time, effort put into building a house of worship because it mattered. They could have just made a hut. That would have been understandable, right? Just something to keep the cold out and put a stove in there to keep people warm while they studied together and gathered together. But they didn't just do that. They made something beautiful. They put their effort into it as an act of worship to God. They put their personal stamps on support beams in their houses, the tables. If you look at ancient pottery, there's designs carved right into the pottery or painted on the pottery. People love to leave their mark. If you look at ancient cave paintings that they keep discovering every once in a while, like a new one that's even older will come up. And I love this because people, before there were letters and written languages or paper, People were using dyes and things that they found around them in the natural world to leave a mark, to communicate with each other, to tell their story. That's something that's super important. Telling our stories, leaving a mark, letting ourselves see the story, being able to pass it on to others, to know that our story, our lives matter and they're being witnessed. I think all of this contributes to why making art is healing. Officially, it wasn't until 1942 that the term art therapy was actually coined by an artist named Adrian Hill. He was recovering from tuberculosis, and I love this quote. I'm going to read it here for you. And this is, I found this in Wikipedia, and it's from his book, Art Versus Illness. And he wrote that the value of making art in art therapy lay in completely engrossing the mind, as well as the fingers, releasing the creative energy of the frequently inhibited patient which enabled the patient to build up, to build up a strong defense against his misfortunes. Isn't that awesome? So right back in 1942, that's how they phrased it. Science has later proved that it actually lowers chemicals in your body that produce stress, high blood pressure, irregular heartbeats. Making art actually calms all of our body. It focuses our minds. And this helps bring in and build a strong defense against our misfortune. And this is why I labeled my podcast Learning to See. Because as we make art, as we put our internal world out on paper, we see it from a new perspective. We learn to see it differently. And there are so many perspective shifts, so many aha moments that happen when we do this. Whether it is blobs of color, chunks of paper or clay, figurines that you rearrange, stick figures, beautiful displays of pattern and paint and collage. When we step back and we look at the art that we made, we see something different. 
We see something different in the art. We see something different of ourselves. We hear something different from God. And then the other big influence on this podcast and the work that I do is Bible art journaling. And I know some people get upset about making marks in your Bible, but when you look at the ancient scripts, the monks spent a lot of time rewriting the Bible, making copies before printing presses, and they were gorgeous. There's gold, there's color, there's fancy writing, there's images on the borders. This is not about changing the word of God. It is about diving in and adding color, adding image to bring that word and the truth to life in a new way for ourselves. And all of this, it doesn't have to be in your Bible. It can be in a separate journal or notebook. There's so many ways to do this. And that's why I'm so excited about having a whole podcast. Also, I have my membership on Patreon where I give write-ups and even more details about how to help ourselves engage in the creative process of art making that brings healing and hope and connects us differently with God. It's all about learning to see ourselves in God differently through our creativity. That is what this podcast is about. And I really hope that you'll join along with me in this, that you will ask questions and send comments and help me create things that are a huge benefit to you. I really want to tailor this to my listeners and to people who are my members on Patreon, to any of my clients who decide to sign up with me on hopeandhealingathome.com. I'm here for you guys. I have all these things that I want to share and I'm trying really hard not to share too much right now or in any of the classes that I make or the podcasts or the open studio times that I do. I do have a problem with trying to give too much because I'm really excited to give all this information to you, but I want to make sure I'm answering your questions. I want to make sure I am meeting your needs so that this stays of utmost value to you and it stays relevant to what you're celebrating, to what you're struggling with. I think I'm just going to leave it there. So again, connect with me. I've got some links down below this, but I'm at hopeandhealingathome.com. I'm also at jenallward.com. And on Patreon, you can find my membership program, Learning to See. And then, of course, I have this podcast, Learning to See. I'm looking forward to seeing what we all learn to see together, to find hope in darkness, to find healing in brokenness, to find new perspectives, new ways to see ourselves, the truth that's buried deep inside of us, to celebrate the beauty and the truth that's on the surface as well, to see God's hand in all of it and how he weaves all of us together. Join along, learn to see with me. Take care.